Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. Today's date is February 3rd. February 3rd. Wow, we're cruising right through this year, aren't we? We are. We are. Even though, even though I saw a lot on social media, like, uh, now, now that the year of January is over, how's that? Now that the year of January is over. Um, oh, I saw that, too. We, we had a great year or something like that, the year of January. Is over. Yeah. We can, we can move forward now. Right. That's pretty. That was pretty good because yeah. January is like the longest month in the year, at least to me, because you've gotten through all the excitement of Christmas and, and New Year's and then it's cold. Well, it's not where we are usually, but it's cold in most places. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty miserable month, all in all. So uh, I'm glad that it's over. Yeah. So am I. Um. <clears throat> You know, even though it's been even though it's been pretty cold here, uh, back here, Mike. Even though it's been pretty cold here, um, you know, I, I'm still grateful that it's not 20 degrees or 15 degrees or right. But, but that said, I have a lot of gratitude that I can live in a place like this where everybody else is suffering. And I was actually um, at a concert on Saturday night, and the, it was chilly because it was outside. And, yeah. you know, Saturday night was pretty chilly for us. And one of the band members says, and now you can see how it feels in Canada in the summer, what we have to suffer through. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Canadian summers are like Florida winters. Oh, yeah, right. So no, I thought exactly. that was pretty cute. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing about it is, is that, you know, they get six days of... Um, Good weather? Yeah. Decent weather, and the rest of the time it's snow, ice, misery. But at least they can play hockey, and I guess I guess that makes up for some of it. Because boy, do they love that sport. But anyway, uh, we will will continue through the short month of February, and maybe it won't feel like a year. Maybe it'll feel more like the month that it's supposed to be. So this was uh, Super Bowl week here in the U.S., and I. I I was reading about the coach, and I don't know if you've heard his story, but he... What do you mean? Well, his, I think his name is Andy Reid. Oh, yeah, 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 for Kansas City. Yes, and yeah. he had five kids. Two of his sons had yeah. uh, problems with mm -hmm. drugs and spent time in prison. Yeah. And one of them actually overdosed and died in 2012. Right. So right. they were considered a family in crisis, which I certainly understand. Yeah, and his other son, I guess, blessedly is doing okay. He he was actually a coach on the team. He's got a family now, so you know he when he got out of prison, he was able to turn his life around. The other son yeah. was not. Um, he he actually overdosed in a dorm. They thought he was in recovery, and they found you know a lot of heroin and needles and other stuff. So just goes to show. I mean, two sons from the same family. You know, no, I, 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 one uh, got the miracle and one didn't. I uh, grew up with a family of three boys. None of them, they're, they're no longer with us. Yeah. You know? All three of them gone. All three of them. Can wow. you imagine the mother? You know what I mean? Like nah. She buried the the oldest one. I, I don't know what the order was. I think it was the oldest one, the youngest one, then the middle one. And then the middle one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's almost too much pain to even imagine. I, I, I just don't, yeah. I, I couldn't. I couldn't even imagine one. Never mind. Yeah, me, me. Well, you know, you think about it a lot when it's happening to you. But yeah, I'm very, very grateful that didn't happen to me. Yeah. You know that that um, my daughter did get the miracle and is doing well at this point. Right. And I'm I'm one of the lucky ones, and I say that a lot because you you know you, you forget about it. You know, in day to day life, you forget to be grateful. You you know, I, as time goes on, I'm not looking over my shoulder as much. You know, and and I I don't know if I told you the other day. I had put my purse under the bed. I don't know why, and I, oh, I had and she, yeah, she freaked she freaked out because yeah. oh, she. I mean, yeah. She thought I was hiding it from her again. 
because yeah. I had seen that there was a charge on my credit card that I didn't recognize. Yeah. And so she got all upset. It, she, it, she it got actually, makeup or something yeah, like it actually that, was yeah, mine, yeah. but I didn't recognize yeah. it, and I was calling to to uh, dispute it. And, right. You know, so it it was really good to be able to say, oh, I I didn't think it was you because I didn't. I really that didn't even occur to me. And before, if there was a crack in a window, I thought she did it and broke in the house <laughs> coming to get stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, but it you know I, I was just thinking about this coach and and. It just goes to show it can happen to anybody. This right. is a great yeah, it, equalizer. It, no, it, it knows no, no boundaries, no, no social boundaries, no financial boundaries, no boundaries. It, it just, you know, it, hit, it hits where it wants to hit. You know, <clears throat> the, uh, the funny thing is, is that uh, they asked him what he was going to do or something. Now that the game's over and you won the Super Bowl, you know, they had the commercial. And, of course, yes. Of course, the quarterback said, I'm, I'm going, you know, I've always waited and wanted to say, I'm going to Disney World. Ultimately, I guess they're there. There's going to be a parade there tomorrow. Oh, at I Disney think. World? Yeah. The, the, or the Disneyland. Team. Which one? No, Disney World. Disney World. Yeah, because oh, they cool. played in Miami. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So they're going to have a parade down, you know, Main Street. And then I guess, of course, Wednesday, they'll have the one in Kansas City. Um, <clears throat> but they asked Andy Reid, and he said, I'm just going to go home and have a the biggest cheeseburger. <laughs> now that's just a normal guy with a with a, you know. He he has a, I guess out of the ordinary job. Right. But he's just a normal guy, you know. He's just a guy from wherever, and goes to work as a as a as a head football coach of a of a football team. But he's no better or no. You know, right? I'm going home and having a cheeseburger. Yeah, well, that's a hard job on your family because you're traveling all the time. You know, so yeah. he, you know, his wife probably was alone a lot raising five kids. That's not easy. Well, I mean, there's that there's that old joke. You know, he's he's a nice guy. He's good to his family. He's hardly ever home. Yeah, well, <laughs> right. I certainly so, understand that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't good to your family though. Well, but um. You know, it's it, it's it was good to be able to not have I hate saying dog in the fight, but not have a team that I that I desperately was biting my fingernails to yeah. win or lose. You know, my my team, the New York Giants, weren't in it. They were so far from it that I could sit and enjoy the game, but I was getting anxious when. Kansas City fell behind. Yeah, I was too. Yeah. I was too. I really wanted them to win. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't care anything about football. I don't even know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, somebody was trying to explain it to me because, you know, I'm seeing them and I said, what, what, you know? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, but you said a friend of yours or something like that is a Kansas City fan. Yes, my yeah. cousin. Your cousin. My cousin. He's crazy about them. Yeah. So he, he got on Facebook today and thanked everybody that had supported him and his yeah. love of the Kansas yeah, City right. Chiefs. You know, and it's funny. You know, I, I think I'm guilty of it, too. Um, we all are, are all fans of whatever sport, whatever team, we use the 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 phrase or the, or the word, we. We aren't getting yes. paycheck, yes. you know? But, but it's, it's our yeah. team. Well, that's, yeah. but, it, you know, that that's a way of being a... Uh, a community, I think. Yeah, and you know, speaking of community, what, with with what we were just talking about with the we aspect, um, I thought for the longest time, staying outside of the fray of the we in in um, a twenty four twenty four yeah twenty four. Uh, I th- my my mind just went blank. I was going to say a twelve step yeah program. But I, 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 24 came out. Now I was thinking 24 spiritual principles. Um, but in a 12-step program, when you stay on the outside, you're still the eye, and, you, and you're not getting, right? The, you're not owning a piece of it. And that's like when we say that, we, you know, when I say when I talk about the Giants, I say we, we won, we lost. Um, when you embrace yourself in the 24 spiritual principles of a 12-step program. There, it came out perfectly Perfect. that time. You get you get ownership. 
you get the we. Right. You get a you community yeah. of people that are going to support you and help you and, you know, do their best. Yeah. To to just be there. I think that's the important thing. Yeah. To just be there. Yeah, just to, just to just to be counted. You know, there was a time when, like I said at the beginning, I stayed in the I stayed in I mode. You know, I'll use them when I when I need them, and I never could. I could never get over the wee wall. Right. Because I kept myself at a distance. Because you weren't quite ready to do what right. they wanted you to do. Yeah. Yeah, and that was just, you know, whether it was surrender or. Uh, Get out of your own way. Get out of my own way. I simply just behave. You yeah. Know? Um, I couldn't do that until I was ready. And, you know, the, the thing is, is don't give up on yourself. If, if your disease is greater than your readiness, don't give up on yourself and give in to that. Because everybody pays a price for that. That's where... That's where the we on the other side pay a price because we are dealing with your active issues. Right. You know, and we've walked through that um, for, for quite some time. And it's great to be on the other side and, and be part of the – and this is all confusing. I know what I'm saying with the we's here and there. and But the we aspect of you're not worrying about your, your purse – you're right. not worrying about your bag. And <clears throat> that's part of a we as well. Right. That's true. You know, and you wouldn't be able to still embrace that if you didn't embrace the spiritual principles of the 12 step program that you um, embrace. Well, I think on, on my side, you know, in my program, when, when you go in, you do feel very alone and isolated because all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a normal mom. Right. And then everything's not normal anymore. And, you know, things are happening that are very shameful and uh -huh. out of the ordinary and don't happen to people like us. And they're happening to me. But actually it's happening to it's, – it it's happening or has happened to everyone in the room that you walked into. Exactly. Yeah. And when I walked in there – you know, I'm looking around and I'm, you know, they're hugging each other and smiling and laughing. I thought, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not feeling that way at all. And right. that they, they understood. They, they uh -huh. had gotten to a point where they could laugh and, and could hug other people and could feel like they were part of a community. And that was the beauty of it because all of a sudden I wasn't alone and all of a sudden I wasn't a bad mom. And, you know, all of a sudden, oh, the stuff that, that she's been doing is normal for, for an addict. And, and, and all the while, all of that stuff was just, um, I don't want to say in your mind because it was real, but you weren't a bad mom. No, you just, you know, other you people think, judge. You think, yeah, and what did I do to make your, this happen? Your aspect of the disease has you think that. Well, it made me think that I had some control yeah. over it. Oh, I must have caused this, so maybe I can fix it. No, I can't fix any of it. Yeah. And that was the other thing they taught me. I have no control of it, and you, it's hard to give that up. Right. You know, something happens. Oh, we'll go to rehab. That'll fix it. Oh, I'll, you know, I'll do this. I'll do that. No, it doesn't do any good. You gotta, you gotta step back. You can love from a distance, but you gotta step back. Yeah, I don't know how many times I said I'm sorry. I mean, even, even today when I when I say it, like just. In, in conversation, I'm sorry, but it, it, it kind of triggers something in my mind because I said it so many times before and I never meant it. Right. That word still today, after 30 years, um, has like a little ism, like a little yeah. asterisk, yeah. you know, added in there. Kind of gives you a pang. Uh, yeah, but it's, but it's good because... It, it reminds me, that's one of those built-in reminders. They say we, we gather them along the way. That's part of my toolbox. Right. When I say I'm sorry, I have to, in my mind, say, yes, I really mean it. Right, exactly. We're going to go to break right now. Call 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792 with your questions or comments. When Alan and I return on the Miracles and Recovery radio show. Life. 
your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back to the Miracles in Recovery show. If you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show, please send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org and we'll send you an information packet on how to schedule a time for you to be on the show so that we can focus on what you have to bring to the recovery community. And like we say every week, we do, do, do love our guests. We do, do. We do, do, do. do. (laughs) Our guests are, all of our guests have been absolutely amazing and I always learn something that I, you know, just completely new and interesting when we interview somebody. So. Right, right. And then, then of course, we have the, uh, the regulars who, you know, one or two regulars who we have spoken to quite a few times that just, it's great to hear them, how they update. Oh, yeah. You know, just what's going on in their life. Oh, definitely. We've had a couple of interesting ones. Hopefully we can have them back soon. Yeah. I know David's been real busy, but um, yeah, you see him all over. Oh, he yeah, media. he's doing all kinds of yeah. stuff now. Very very busy. But anyway, I was I was I had another um, interesting thought. I, I was looking through you know some of my Facebook groups have to do with with being a mother or a parent of an addict, and there was a very interesting article saying that we need to back off from the tough love aspect of working with people in recovery that tough love is like the opposite of what most of you guys really need it's more empathy than you know the military whip cracking type of stuff that a lot of people associate with recovery yeah you know i i i never fed into the do as I say, because I said yes, so. Yes, Because that's not the way that I was taught. Oh, I've heard you know, so just, many <laughs> older guys, especially in A. Yeah. Um, well, that's because they think they have the upper hand, and they think they're better than because they have more time than the individual right. that they're talking to. I remember there was a kid. Um, this was a bedroom at once where we are in the studio, and I was redoing the floors. So I had a TV in here, the bed, and something else. And there was a kid that, that asked me to sponsor him. And um, he's like, okay, what do I need to do? I said, you just need to keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. And he says, I, I, need, I need somebody to tell me what to do. I said, I'm not that person. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not the one that's going to give you direction. I'll give you a suggestion. I'll let you make your own mistakes. And then we'll have a conversation about right. it, and hopefully it's a learning point for you, because that's that's how I was taught. Make your own mistakes. I mean, so if if somebody was telling me what to do, or when somebody was telling me what to do, you should keep chasing me out the door. Right. So um, right, because one of the things you guys 
have in common is that, you know, you're going to buck authority no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I was sharing my way with him and he's like, I really need someone to tell me what to do. And, you know, the only, the only thing I could tell him what to do was, is try to stay clean today and go to a meeting. So everything else is suggestive after right. that. Well, it has to come from inside <clears throat> of the person. Well, because no, if, if, if I tell somebody something and they don't do it, I'm putting an expectation on what I think they should do. And that's wrong in, in my book. That's wrong. So he called me up one night about, I don't know, about 1130. And he says, I, I need to go to detox. I said, where are you? He says, I'm down on uh, Indian Street and US-1 at the 7-Eleven. So uh -huh. I said, all right, which is, which is what, about a half hour from here? Yeah. Yeah. Close to my home. Yeah. So I, so I drive down there, I pick him up, and I bring him up to Midway Road, which is 45 minutes right. from there. And he said, they'll take me. They have to take me. Right? So I'm like, all right, cool. By the time we get there, it was maybe 1 o'clock, 1.15. And the woman said, sorry, we're not taking you. And um, so, so I was like, all right, get in the car. And, and I didn't know what to do. Right? So we're driving back up towards 95. And um, he, he said something. And I just snapped. Yeah. I said, you want someone to tell you what to do? Shut the... <laughs> <laughs> right? You go to my house tomorrow morning, you, you know, so he came to the house. And um, the next morning he said, yeah, I don't think it's a good idea if you tell me what to do. <laughs> you know, and, and I think he got it right. at that point. Yeah. You know, that... Um, I am. I think he. I think he got it after that point. That um, you know, it's not a place where you have to do what I tell you to do. It's a place where you find out what works for you and encompass that in in finding a new way to live. Well, I think one of the things that they tell us as families is, you know, the worst thing you can do, and I hate, you know how much I hate the word, is be an enabler. So, you know, it's back away. Right. Don't give money. Don't do this. Don't do, you know, don't, 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 don't. Pretty much the, the message that I got was cut her out of your life. Well, I couldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, no, you can't do that. I couldn't do that. And, you know, so I, this mom today wrote, yes, I enabled my son to stay alive. I made sure right. that he had food right. so that he stayed alive until he was able to get his own, you know, arms around the disease and, and work on himself. But there'll be someone out there that said she did the wrong thing. Oh, yeah. Because they didn't, she didn't kick her down the road. Oh, yeah. Now, what, now all the time. That, they, I was, I was made to feel awful all the time. Is no. that helpful? Absolutely not. That's an angry individual telling you what they think you should do with your life. Do you like what's going on out here in the world? Today, with all of this politics stuff, people tell people are expecting you to follow their expectation or their thought process of what it is that's going on, and that's crap. Well, I think that that the idea that was put out there for so many years was, you know, addicts are bad people, it's bad behavior, they need to be punished, bad on and behavior, on and on. Yeah, but not bad well, people. there yeah, should no, be I consequences for, you know, like murdering, stealing, and all of that stuff. I understand that, but um, not punishment for being sick. And, and, you know, to me that was, I had to let her know that I loved her no matter what. And I think she knew, I mean, there were times and you know, this is true. There were times <laughs> I remember you taking, yeah, <laughs> I remember you taking her to the halfway house of last, yeah. you know, it was the last stop yeah. before jail for a lot of girls Yeah. because I'd thrown her out, but I brought, I brought her all the way up to Boston. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing what we did, but yeah, but thank God we did because she's still no, here. Yeah, you can't you can't give up. I mean, you know, that's one thing that my family had to kind of um, distance themselves. They never stopped loving me. 
Right. And I knew that. Right. You know, and. And that's the important thing that, that yeah. you know, you know, somewhere in your heart of hearts that, I mean, that those people still, are still there for you. Yeah. Because love is still an action step. You know, yes. you can't just say, I love you and never show it. I mean, love is an, is an action step. So I knew that they were pushing me away to protect themselves. Right. You know, and they had to do it in order for me to be able to feel it wasn't it wasn't like um, as as soon as I said help. They came running every single time. Right. So. No, I always did, too. But yeah. I, I liked this mom's take on it. Let's turn that negative term around and mm-hmm. make enabling a good thing instead of a bad thing. I enabled her to stay alive because. Yeah. And she's actually told me this. And, you know, who knows if it's true or not. But she, she says, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. Right. Because, you know, I didn't ever. Well, she wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. She just, her well, time yeah. just wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, but you played a, you played a, a big part in keeping her, quote, unquote, safe, as safe as. As safe as you can be in that yeah. condition, which yeah. isn't all that safe. Although we, we find ourselves in very unsafe um, situations. I was, you know, fortunately enough, she didn't live close enough to New York. Right. You know. Right. She lived close enough to Miami, but that that's a haul and a half. Well, um, remember, she was out in California, in the L.A. Yeah. area, and got in trouble there. You know, went to rehab, got, you know, left, got in, in trouble. Fields. In great in the great fields of Temecula, California. Oh, yeah, no, somewhere up and down the four hundred five, they got yeah. pulled over for something. I don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah, it's every just, it's all everywhere part of the it was. You know, you know, that's one thing I would never give up. One day, one hour, one minute of my active addiction, because I wouldn't be where I am today. Right. If I didn't experience every single thing I experienced. I never would have hit my saturation point until maybe it was too late. Now, I've heard a lot of, of you know, families say, uh, you know, I'm thankful now for the addict. I'm, I'm thankful mm-hmm. for the experience. I don't know that I can quite go that far, but it did make me a better person in yeah. a lot of ways. I, I was probably pretty um, judgmental, you know, middle class, looking down on people kind right. of person. And hopefully I'm not that anymore. You know, I, think, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, uh, we all we all have our human. Um, well, it's just you know, isms, it's what you, you know, yeah. it's, it's what I knew. Yeah. You know, it's the way you grow up. So you know, the yeah, people you're, you're around. Yeah. In North Carolina, what do you know? Oh, no, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I got out of there as quick as I could. <laughs> but but people tend to, unless they've lived it on either yeah. side, they tend to judge, and judge. You know, judge unfairly and badly. Mm-hmm. I think. No, no. And I did too. If if you you know, I said I said you know, like close to New York. I remember people that I knew that never had anything to do with active addiction outside of living next door to it or living around it. Like say in the in one of these big high rises in the Bronx that we used to run through mm-hmm. all the time. Um, there were people that were so unfazed by what was going on. Um, you kind of you kind of wonder, is that a better way to be, or the way that we respond to our loved ones in need? You know, because because they would just step over a body. No, I they would. Were, I would have to stop and make sure the person didn't need assistance. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They were yeah, on yeah, they were just done with them. And and the city that I lived in, even though I was in the depths of depths of all of that stuff, I had a couple of my friends that went out on me, and people were just willing to throw them out the side window. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, we got to race this person to the yeah, hospital. Yeah, take them to the hospital at least yeah. and throw them out the door, the I emergency I, room I, door. Somebody did it for me. So, well, an ambulance did it for me, but somebody did it for me. They could have just left me in my sister's living room. Right. You know? And, you know, you know, they probably get tired of picking the same people up over and over and over again. You hear that, too. But, yeah. you know, 
you know, the, the new gig is why are we wasting Narcan on this yes. one? When, yeah, why when why is our tax dollar going to Narcan when we picked them up three times tonight already? Yeah. And we Narcan well, them, they get sick and mad, and then they leave and go do it again. But you know something, the third time of hitting them with that may be the time that yeah, they need Yeah, you just don't know, and that's it. the thing. Yeah. It's, you know, somebody's child, it's somebody's yeah. brother or sister, yep. you know, it may be somebody's mother or father. Come on, yeah. let's give people... Give people more of a chance. No, exactly. You know, and realize that they're they're sick. They're very, very sick, and that's that makes it so much more difficult. They can't just stop. I mean, I, 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 um, you can just stop. Well, but you get when, sick. And... Yeah, well, you can just stop when you because because if you can't just stop, I wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah, but you no, had to, didn't you have to have medical point. assistance to be able to stop? <clears throat> oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Well, that's but what that, I mean. That, you but, can't just yeah. stop. You're going to get really sick, and that, that's one of the reasons you guys keep going back yeah. out, right? Well, I, I, no. It, I, I, when I got medical assistance, I was physically okay. I was mentally screwed up, mentally and spiritually screwed up. So I ultimately became a volunteer again. So you can just stop, but you can also not do what is necessary to get past that point and end up back there again. It seems to happen quite frequently. All the time. Yeah. I mean, do you know anybody that, that stopped the first time and never went back to it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, actually here. Um, there's, there's a couple of people that one time, and that's all it took. You know, and, and maybe... You know, I, I, I hate I hate judging other people's um, active addiction, but maybe they didn't get deep enough. Maybe they didn't get. Maybe there wasn't longevity, but it was enough for them to hit their saturation point. So, what does it make a difference where that point is? What if it make What does it make a difference where people call their bottom, where that is? Whether it was smoking three joints and having to go to the hospital because you're all freaked out, or living on a park bench like me. Saturation yeah. point is saturation point. Yeah, know? and I guess it's different for every person. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we just got to love them up until hopefully that door opens and that door's in there on everyone. You know, yeah, I, it's I, just so sad that so many people don't, you know, can't get through that door. Yeah, yeah. it really it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I mean we. Since we embarked on this journey, my daughter and I, you know, know so many people who've lost their lives. So yeah. many. And it's just so sad. Yeah. And, you know, with the epidemic that we've had the last 20 or so years with the opioids, it's only gotten worse. That has brought, you know, recognition uh-huh. and, and, you know, it hit the middle class hard, i.e. people like me. So maybe the judgment's not as bad as it was. You know, I, I, think, I think it hit everyone hard. You just don't hear about the the rich kids. Well, but you started hearing about them because there were a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And beca- you know, it became almost normal. Oh, oh so and so's, you know, join the cl- you know, join the club, yeah. join the crowd. Your uh-huh. kids in it too. Okay, I understand. Yeah. Then I where mean, you are, and look at me, I'm normal. <laughs> yeah, and they and they always had they always had ways to be able to tuck a rich kid away, you know, and we were we. We were actively right on the street. I was active right on the street with kids whose parents were loaded. Um, but they never seemed to get in jackpots like me. Why? I, I don't know. You know, maybe maybe um, I didn't notice it because I was so um, far gone myself, and they probably were. You know, I, I don't know, but... I know today that there's a lot of people um, from all walks of life, affluent down to tent dwelling, mm-hmm. that are doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that just shows you that everyone has a saturation point. Hopefully, you can get to it. Hopefully, your disease doesn't take you out before it. Right, which is apparently what it wants to do but maybe that might be a that maybe that might be a saturation point as well who knows yeah i don't know <clears throat> i mean you, you know if the families get saturated too and and you know yeah. 
I did back away, and that that may have you know given some impetus to well, you her turnaround. Yeah, I think you yeah. have to. Yeah, you, you know, do. You go own, crazy, just for your own shell. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, the fear and right. You know, the phone rings. You're afraid. Mm-hmm. You hear a siren. You're afraid. <laughs> right. Because and, and the funny thing is, is you live down on a, you live down on a, not a dead end, but a street where. People only go down it if they lived it, lived there, or and, they were going to do nefarious activities. Oh, true, true. Which true. happened a lot over there in the park. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I'm surprised too because it was a pretty. Oh, it, it, people knew where it was. There wasn't yeah. a gate, and we we had to get cops down there all the time. Yeah, fireman's son got arrested down there one time. It's, you know, it was bad. Yeah. It may have calmed down a little bit, but we had to watch it very closely all the time. If I saw a car I didn't recognize, I'd walk down there a little bit, and then, you know, if it really looked bad, I'd Which call the police. Which is dangerous in itself. Well, I know, I know. I, I walked up on an alligator once. <laughs> <laughs> call 866-472-5792. 866-472-5792. If you've walked up on an alligator, or if you have any comments when Ellen and I return on the Miracles and Recovery radio show. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today, with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson, breast cancer survivor and advocate. She helps by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. your health where you think it should be if you're like most people the answer is probably not where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track the answers start on occupy health each week host dr susan downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider you'll want to plan for your optimal health with occupy health listen fridays at 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern time on voice america health and wellness A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. You know, we were talking a lot about, or uh, about a lot about um, all different things. We started with the Super Bowl, and then we went to, <laughs> you know, addiction and all of that. And um, it's awesome to be able to sit in a room and just talk about what comes to mind with addiction, with life experiences. You know, th- there were plenty of times where couldn't share who I was. I couldn't share what I thought. Only for the fear, and this was being clean, only for the fear of letting someone know me. Right. You know? And I have no um, no valve whatsoever now. I, I, have, I have no problem telling somebody, not in an evil way, sometimes, but not in an evil way, uh, what I think of a situation. Or, and it's, it's through the practice of doing this that I learned. 
sharing sharing in meetings, sharing who I am, sharing how I feel, uh, calling somebody on the phone and listening to their aspect of, of whatever it is that's going on in their life only opened me up that much more to right. be able to embrace what it is that we do, you know? And why was it, do you think, that you, you didn't want to do that before? That you didn't want people to know you? Um, I, 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 I don't know if it was just... Um, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't put my, my finger on it, like, right this moment. But I do know that... Um, by constant repetition, like with anything, you don't you don't win a game during the game. You win a game at practice. Yeah. You know, so if you keep practicing, uh, you know, like they say, practice these spiritual principles in all our affairs. If if you keep rep- repeating yourself over and over and over again, we're we're creatures of habit. Okay. Right. And if you put a positive habit in my way and I keep doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it, positive things happen. You know, uh, like like with with heroin. That's a ne- that was a negative influence. But I kept doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. Not because, not solely because I had to. Because it mentally and spiritually broke me down as well. Right. Now, you put a positive, um, something positive in my life. I'm still that same creature of habit. Like, I, I, I try to go to church every Sunday. If, if, I'm, if I'm in Port St. Lucie, you can find me at St. Andrew either at 7.30, 9 o'clock, or 10.30 every Sunday. Because I'm a creature of habit. I, that's that is a good influence. That's a good thing for me to do. I don't want to break that habit because what what will come in what will come in after that? I've already proven that there's a bunch of negatives in me, right? You know, and it doesn't mean that you know I'm going to go rob a bank because I didn't go to church. But if I break the cycle of going to church, then that means I can go. Oh, I'm okay. Oh, I can stop doing that. Oh, I can stop doing that. And then there I am, sliding live, back down, living in the same pair of pants for slip. three weeks. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and that's really um, the whole aspect of getting um, out of my own way. You know, because if I if I my way got me homeless, helpless, and loveless, the way that I learned keeps me away from that. So if I if I stay if I change that or alter that in any way, I'm going back to my way, and I don't want my way today. You know, I mean, I'd love to be able to sing the song like Frank Sinatra can, <laughs> but um, I don't want to do it my way anymore. I like to lie to myself and say, you know, when there's a positive outcome, yeah, yeah, it's because of me, but I fully know that it's it's not just about me today. You know. So maybe getting out of your own way is not being selfish anymore? Yeah. I'm still trying to understand the concept. Um, After all these years, I'm still trying to understand <laughs> that. Well, maybe that's what I keeps you coming. I think I get coming. in my own way, too. Yeah, maybe that's what keeps you coming, because you're still in your own way. No, I'm only kidding. No, I truly no. might be. No, you're not. You're absolutely not. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you can't – that's not – I don't think it's something that you can expect. You can explain. I'm sure that somebody, you know, with a E-I-E-I-O after their name would be able to explain it. But all I know is, is that if I keep doing what I'm doing today, I have a better chance of not reverting back to who I was yesterday, you know. And and that, to me, is staying out of my own way. My, my devices... Got me that. Yes. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the picture of the park bench in the winter that he lived on for, what, six months? Uh, yeah, for... And that was the bench that you had nailed down as yours, correct? It, well, mine and four other of my friends, yeah. But, no, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like... Um, 
it wasn't like total ownership, but yeah, I mean that was that was a place where we, um, you know, like sadly you see your friend out there yeah. living in the woods today. Yeah. We didn't. We weren't smart enough to live in the woods. We lived in the park. We well, lived out in the open. They get kicked out of every place they go. That's why they're yeah. In the well, woods. I mean, and, and that thirty years ago, thirty-five years ago, they weren't throwing people out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so time has changed, but well, yeah, not everywhere. I, I was in Asheville, North Carolina this past summer uh-huh. and, you know, they, they have a drum circle at sunset and it was really cool. And then, you know, so we have dinner and we're walking around and there were benches Yeah, and there were people that had pillows, blankets, yeah. candles. And I saw several of them and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And there were police officers all around, and they let them stay there. Yeah, well, they, they know where they are. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and that's what it was. They knew where we were. Well, and these people weren't causing trouble, I think, honestly, my friend yeah. and his friends fight and do all kinds of, you know, cause some mayhem. <laughs> they get drunk and... Yeah, they get drunk yeah. and fight yeah. and yell and do stupid stuff, so they get yeah. thrown out everywhere they manage to set up a camp. Yeah. You know, like under the bridges, in the parks. Actually, the, the veterans guy behind the courthouse, let them stay in the memorial park there until they got real rowdy. He finally had to throw them out. Behind the what? Behind the courthouse. There's a veterans memorial park around there. In Port St. Lucie? No, no, no. In Stewart. Oh, oh. In Stewart. And the, the guy was, you know, because most of them are veterans, he yeah. was letting them stay there. But yeah. They got horrible, and so he threw them out, and then he felt bad and let them come back, and they did it again, so they're... Now, do you, do you see him anymore? I talked to him. I, I haven't seen him. Yeah. He still I, has a cell phone. No, he's never had a cell phone. Oh. Well, he had an Obama phone once or twice, but he <laughs> lost him. No, he'll yeah. borrow a phone and call me. I'll get a random number, and it'll be him. Kind of know it's him, yeah. Yeah, and I hadn't seen him in a long time. It's sad. It's awful. Yeah. It's absolutely awful, but he was another one. There was nothing I could do to help him. I tried. Right. I mean, he painted your house wrong colors, and... Well, I told him, you know, I, I took him up to the place on yeah. Midway Road before. Mm-hmm. I've done all of that. It didn't, yeah. you know... It didn't work. And I always told him, if you ever decide and you're serious, I will help you. Yeah. But the only help he wanted was money. Money, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did some odd jobs around the house and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He maintained my house for years. But he wasn't where he is today, right? Mm, Toward the end, but he now his skills are eroding, so it's pretty bad. Yeah. You know, years of... Living outside have taken their toll. And you kind of wonder, you know, you pray that someone can get it. I mean, I, you know, I said earlier that everybody has that door. Yeah. You kind of wonder, like, is, is, are you going to wake up one morning and, you know, the, the use and abuse and neglect is just going to, you know, Take them away. Yeah, and, and oh, it's just it's horrible. It's so horrible to see somebody yeah. go that far and yeah. still be alive. But yeah, it's he's gosh, probably six or seven years outside, full time. Yeah, and except occasionally somebody will let him come spend the night, but not too often because it doesn't work out. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's not it's awful. Well, you know, and and the and the, the the thing is 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 if you are out there, don't give up hope. You know, like some I thought for the longest time that this was my destiny and I was so wrong. Right. You know, um I thought that I had a number on my back, a, a date stamp on my back. I just could couldn't see it. All my friends were dying around me. Um and I was so wrong. I guess I guess technically when you want to look at it, we all have that date stamp because, you know, a superior being knows when it's when it's our time. Right. But to embrace that as a way of life and knowing that, hey, I may be next, just allow that negativity and broken spirituality to, to fester. Right. You know, and and um, I'm grateful today that I'm away from that. And I guess <clears throat> what I'm saying is, is that you don't have to embrace that broken spirituality. 
reach out and say help. You know, it, it'll be tough. You know, guys, it's like, hey, it's Valentine's season. Coming up on Valentine's Day, you're at, you're like asking another guy to be your Valentine. <laughs> right? but, but, you know something? I reached out, and that individual saved my life. Yeah. That individual and I, we, saved my life. And I'm forever grateful today for that. Everyone who has touched me along the way. Um, but then you turned around and saved other lives, and that's the beauty of it. You give back. You give try back. to. Yeah. Well, I think you have. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite sure you have. Well, I, I don't. I, I don't think it's a uh, a take credit no, kind I'm, of thing. You know, I jokingly, I'm giving you credit. You don't have to take. I jokingly said to M once. I brought her over to uh, uh, the place. Not on mid. It was on Midway, but it's a F FCR. Florida Center for, Re- and we did an hour thing, and um, we walked outside, and I asked her. I said, "How many people do you think we saved?" And she, <laughs> she was like, "Ah," I said, two. You and me, yeah. yeah, you know, and and really that's what it is. If your message can, if your message can get out there, like our message is getting cut short right now. <laughs> so we will end with with miracles in recovery. Hope is in your corner. That it is. We'll pick this back up next week. Stay blessed, everyone. Good night. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.